Welcome to the Bro League Commissioner Cast Podcast. I am your host, the Corrupt Commissioner, Joe, joined alongside my co-commissioner, Brian. How's it going, everybody? We we got through a week of football this year. Week one done. Now it's this is going to be our pre-bachelor party podcast. Yes. Going away this weekend. Going away and playing Celeb- some football on the road. Celebrating Dom. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like uh, there were some big winners and some really big losers this week. Uh, not not in terms of points, but more in terms of you know teams got we you know what at the end of the podcast we said bless the knees and guess what didn't happen no knees, knees. no knees got no th- there was one knee one oh. knee got one knee got not blessed but I think I think uh, somebody doesn't listen to the podcast or subscribe to the church or something something's going on he where definitely does not subscribe <laughs> to the church I mean I don't know he feels like I feel like he's like right there and he's sitting outside and he wants to listen to the sermons but he doesn't sitting go outside in. on the bench smoking a cigarette <laughs> yeah something like that I don't know but uh, we'll get into all that uh, in a moment but first let's get into the injuries. Ha- that happened for the the week Speaking during during the which, games. It's all going to the church. I mean, to the non-believer. <laughs> yeah, uh, let, let's go over uh, the injuries on Johnny's team real quick. We have Elijah Mitchell got that knee injury, got on IR. We have George Kittle. He went out during the game. Uh, he didn't even play this week with a groin injury. He still was out. Ha- still having trouble um, practicing this week. Yep, yep. Uh, then we got Keenan Allen hurt during the game. Hamstring. He's out. Confirmed out for tonight. Confirmed out for tonight. Najee Harris, he had a foot problem in uh, the end of the game. He didn't play in the overtime. Yep. Uh, he's questionable to play this he, week. He did practice today, so that's good. Good sign. Good sign. Good sign for him. And T. Higgins, last I checked, was in concussion protocol. He got a concussion, was out during the rest of the game on uh, week one. He looks like he's tracking to play week two i don't know about that because i don't think he was practicing at all this week i heard what was it he he went to practice and they they asked him how's he doing he's like i'm fine and then he just stared and watched ping pong for the rest of the practice that's not a good sign okay so scratch that he might not play this week so johnny of course uh had to play a little waiver wire tag this uh this week but we'll get into that later but uh, a lot of johnny's team taking a hit that's five different players that had to take a hit for johnny's team not what you want to see out of the gate uh johnny was a little depressed but uh you know he was rolling with the punches a little bit too he he's he's trying to swing back make yep. make fun of it a little bit with his team name you know, he's, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, he's not. He's not down and out yet. It's only week one. It's only week one, guys. As of four hours ago, T. Higgins missed practice today. Okay. Okay. So, so not looking good for him. So that's Johnny's team. That's just Johnny's team. Yes. Outside of that, uh, notable injuries. We have uh, Dak Prescott has a thumb injury. He did not. He's not going on IR, but it's a four to eight week uh, recovery time. Yeah, for Russell that. Wilson had a very similar injury last year, and he did not look the same coming back. And it took him. I think about six weeks to come back for that. Yeah, so that that's obviously a big downgrade to everybody in Dallas for po- fantasy points. I hope. Um, well, I mean, it just just in general, like you know, you're not going to expect the guy to Wait, be Dak Prescott when he's sudden in. Hold on, hold on. Last year, Cooper Cush, uh, Cooper Rush's first or only uh, start against the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb did put up 14 points. 14 is not bad, but it's not going to be your wide receiver one category. Shoot the shoot for the moon kind of deal. Well, you know, we, we so so we I'm just pray. saying I'm just saying I'm just saying with Dak Prescott out for from the next four to eight weeks, we hamper expectations for Dallas, and you might want to look at some waiver stuff going on. The only other notable injury would be Harrison Bucker uh, rolled his ankle first kick of the game. Looked pretty bad. He's probably going to be out this week. He's probably going to have to rest that up for a couple weeks unless they do some, you know, NFL athlete magic with that. Uh, so yeah, that that's all the notable injuries. 
Um, why don't we go right into the uh, week one results, Joe? All right. First up, we'll go over my game with Gooby. Uh, Gooby pulls out the win 128-88 to 121-10. A very close game. Very, very close game. Came down to Monday, right? Came down to Monday. I was up, I think, <coughs> 20 points or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem was Gooby had three people left. He had uh, DK Metcalf, Cortland Sutton, and his kicker. Right. Uh, Brian McManus. Yeah, McManus. And, and, and that, that combined got him over the hump, which was, again, a very close game, like you said. Uh, I was 18 fo- points, that's what it was. Yeah, I was, I was following it. Within seven points, you can't really ask for a better matchup than that. Nope. Uh, especially because both of you did like pretty well, middle of the pack, towards the uh, the, the standings on the Burr League roster. I think I was fifth. Yeah. I would be fifth or fourth. Yeah, fifth in points, and then Gooby, the and then Gooby would have been fourth. So yeah, yeah. So that that's well, Gooby is fourth. well, yeah. So rough to see, but you know, it's it's not the worst thing that could have happened, but it's not exactly what you want to see off the gate. Nope. Gooby gets a little bit of a strong start uh, with his team. We're gonna see if he keeps that up throughout the, the weeks. Yep, good good games though from from Mahomes and uh, Kelsey. The stack getting uh, fifty six points. 57 points. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what you want to see and what you pretty much expect out of that stack. That's what I expect from the, the stack. The other big winner here is Michael Thomas grabbing two late touchdowns to get over 20 points. Mm-hmm. Um, down games from the rest of my team, but hopefully you know we'll have a little ba- bounce back this week. Yep. As far as Gooby goes, uh, he had his two guys that he really wants to rely on, Josh Allen and Jonathan Taylor. Both also, his keepers. Also combining for 57 points, so they kind of evened out our matchup. Yeah. A um, little disappointing though is Derrick Henry in that matchup. It was yeah. first round pick, which uh, which of course he'll, he'll probably bounce back from. He's not going to stay at eight points for the rest of the year. Yeah, and then a big the big the difference maker in this game was definitely our defenses. Gooby, you know, all if you look at our our, our wide receivers and tight ends mm. and everything, um, it's very very similar. Mm. Uh, the big difference and the the winner here is. The Buc- uh, Buccaneers defense getting 14 points and the Bengals only getting three. And that was the small hump that got Gooby the victory, unfortunately. So that was, again, great matchup. Uh, expect to see good games from both of you guys going forward. Uh, next matchup would be me and Christian. Uh, I beat Christian 137.96 to Christian's 111.22. I think this uh, was pretty much decided at the 1 o'clock games yeah. because there were a couple big touchdowns from my team at the end of that. Yeah, you, you got the second highest points of the week, and that's just – Putting up 137 with your quarterback Dak Prescott going down, only scoring four points. Yeah, that was that was a shit show. But yeah, no, yeah, it was uh, De- DeAndre Swift, uh, Jamar Chase, and Michael Pittman both got all got touchdowns later in the one o'clock games. Nick Chubb kind of rounded out a solid running uh, scheme, even though. Uh, Kareem Hunt got the touchdowns in that game mostly, and then uh, Marquise Brown got a got a flyer touchdown in yep. the Arizona game. So that really kind of sealed the deal for me. Uh, on the downside, Olave didn't really put up as many points, and uh, uh, Schultz because of the Dak injury, obviously yep. only put up ten. But Christian didn't do too bad with his showing. It wasn't like he made some bad choices, really. No, I mean Christian he had he had twenty points from Kyler, uh, Amon Ra. Mm. Had 16. Tyreek Hill had uh, 14. Christian Kirk, surprisingly, at least to me, mm. he had uh, 14 points. No, Christian team's not bad. Uh, he had a couple underperformers with Eckler. Um, and but, Renfro, too. And Ren- Yeah, and Renfro. I was never high on him. But yeah, but, I mean, you'd expect him to get more than four points. On the, the good team. thing for Christian is, you know, he has Tyler Boyd now with T. Higgins down. Which is, that yeah. could be a nice little boost to his lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew going into this, Christian was going to be on the bottom end, or at least that's what we were predicting. Yeah. And, you know, he's still in it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of like a week-to-week defense yep. matchup basis. Like this week, if you would have put in uh, uh, Michael Carter instead of Hunter Renfro, definitely would have closed that gap a lot quicker. Yep. So it's not like he doesn't have the ability to do it. He's just going to have to play, you know, kind of a... Uh, guess who's going to get more points in a similar tier kind of deal with most of his team. Where, as in my my lineups, I'm just like changing a couple flex guys. I really want my guys to just stay healthy and stay on the field. Yeah. No, so. I mean you got to be happy with your team, especially getting that many points without Dak. Yeah, um, it, it does. It does seem like your team, all their teams went for the stars. Yeah, um, that that's going to spread out a little bit during the season, mm-hmm. but. It's still it's still nice to see week one. Yeah, yeah. especially getting that early win. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And then uh, speaking of high scores of the week, we have the highest scorer of the week, which would be Kevin with one thirty nine point twelve, beating you by two points, beating me by two against Lolly, who put up another impressive one and score. A half points, barely two. Yeah, but Lolly putting up another impressive score of one thirty three point eighteen. I think yep. this is the highest scoring matchup of the of this the week. highest scoring matchup. Uh, Lolly has the highest score points in loss. He would have been third overall. Hate to see uh, it. Um, <laughs> and his big weakness was Tom Brady. So for Kevin's team, you have Lamar Jackson getting 20 points. The big points coming from Justin Jefferson, 34.9. Yeah, yeah. I believe he is number one. Yep, number one mm-hmm. on the season last week. And then CEH pulling in uh, two touchdowns to get him another 20-point right there. Right, right. Which, though, then now on the other side of it, you have Justin Jefferson getting number one wide receiver, yep. but that means Dalvin Cook suffers a little bit. He's still got a little close to projection, but he's not putting up those 20-point games that you yep. expect from your uh, RB1 taken in the first round. So. Hey, but still, when, when you're an RB1 and uh, wide, res- or wide receiver one combined for 46 points. You can't be angry. You yeah. can't be angry yeah. at it's, that. It's still a 20-point spread between both of them. It's not that bad. And then on the other side, Lolly had Saquon who came back looking mean sharp yeah 30 points and then Devonte adams uh his wide receiver too 25 points so that's where you get you know you divide your teams up a little bit you get the little higher higher ceiling on there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh the rest of lolly's team besides his defense that got 17 points holy yeah, shit yeah. dolphins um, defense did work that's what a touchdown will do for you <laughs> yeah the rest of his team kind of looked flat especially the big Big underperformance from Tom Brady only getting 10 points and Allen Robinson only getting 1.7. Yeah, the Allen Robinson uh, uh, trust was a little hard to do for me on a new team. He's definitely the number two for Cooper Cup. Uh, Allen Robinson has always been kind of like a journeyman number one receiver on these kind of low-tier teams. And going to the Rams, I understand why you might think he might slot right into the the, – the OBJ, the OBJ, yeah, the OBJ Robert Woods spot, but apparently it just it's didn't. Still the Cooper Cup show. Yeah, it didn't materialize, and it's still the Cooper Cup show over there. So trusting him out of the gate, I don't. I'm. I'd say that's a little bit of a misplay, but it's not like it would have won him the match with anything on his bench. Yeah, no, Jalen Waddle, uh, his keeper. You know, you slot him into a couple spots. That would have made that matchup real close. Yeah, real close. Yeah, true, true. But I again, I would try find it hard. Jalen Waddle is pretty much the same thing, and you you might trust Allen Robinson. I don't know. It's it was a hard call Even for sure. AJ Dillon, a lot a lot of calls for AJ Dillon. Well, yeah, AJ Dillon was a- AJ Dillon was surprising to me to get that much points. But you know, I I still say, hey, listen, you you put up the most points in a loss, you can't be that can't be upset. upset. You can't be that upset with that. His team was looking worse last year, and look where it took him. Took him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it was actually that, it was this matchup in the Super Bowl. Yeah. This yeah, is in, in the champs from the uh, from the Super Bowl, Kevin winning it out again. Yep, yep. So unfortunate repeat of uh, last year, but yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And again, strong throwings from both teams moving forward. Uh, you want to do Dom and Chris next? Yeah, let's do Dom and Chris. Right. Uh, Dom and Chris. Chris pulls out the win, one nineteen twenty two to one sixteen seventy seven. Our closest matchup of the week. 
yeah, this one was... Two and a half points. This one was, I think, so close throughout the entire Sunday and even going into Monday. I think it was just like, hey, they're projected within three points again. Like, it was it was real, real tight for the entire matchup, I think. Did they have anybody playing Monday night? Uh... I'm not. I don't sh- think so. so oh, so then was, it was all was Sunday. Sunday. It night. was all nail biter Sunday. Okay, that makes. What was it? Tampa Bay. So it went into Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. So and and Chris just narrowly pulling out the victory. Narrowly there. pulling out the wins. Uh, Chris had big points. You know, Joe Mixon had 18. Stefan Diggs 22. Mike Evans 15. And then Miles Sanders, a surprise. I'm Big surprise to me. Him in, 17 points. Big surprise to me. And that's also contributed to the fact that the Eagles were getting, what, they had like six touchdowns that game in total? Yeah. And it, it was, was 30, 35, yeah. All four of their rushers, including Jalen Hurts as one of them, all had a touchdown that game. So it's it's a little concerning that you're going to have that much spread throughout your rushing team, but it's nice to see that if they can get the touchdowns that they're going to be – they're not going to be focusing the hot hand. Too yeah, then on the other side, as you say, Jalen Hurts, Dom's quarterback – Dropped 25 points, or just under 25 points. Yeah. Leonard Fournette had 15. Uh, A.J. Brown, big game in that in the Eagles game. Big uh, game. 20 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Um, That's with no touchdown. Uh, no touchdowns. But, you know, you also have a little disappointment with Alvin Kamara. Yeah, which I don't really understand, but I, I I mean I understand they fell behind and they needed to start throwing it a lot in the back half of the game. But I figured Alvin Kamara would take would show a little return to form, especially with the injury that he had to get get over. Yeah. I, I don't really think he did that, and I don't think he's maybe maybe he was you know he's questionable right now, so maybe he had something he was dealing with, something bugging him. But yeah, so the the bad thing for Alvin Kamara this week, he's been dealing with a rib injury. There you go. Um, so he's been. Uh, I think he was limited practice on Wednesday. Didn't practice yesterday. Mm. I'm not sure if he practiced today. But today's Thursday. Yeah, my time's all off. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> practice today. Um, so we'll see if he's going to be active this weekend or if uh, Mark Ingram's going to have to take over that backfield. Yeah, and, and I mean, as far as what he could have done to alleviate the Alvin Kamara problem, even though you wouldn't because he's yeah. Alvin Kamara, you were going to start him. Not really a lot you could do. Nobody on his bench really did anything except for maybe playing some flex uh, Wilson play for the Jets. I mean, but you're not going to do that. No, so, you're not even doing that. Yeah, no. so I think I think it was a great showing. I think they both both teams did the best they could, and Chris just – Barely squeaked by with uh, the victory over Dom, which is it stings a little bit, but you gotta you gotta be okay with putting up 120 points when you had a couple dudes in your team. Yep. Yeah. And then last but not least, well, the maybe wet, least <laughs> the wet noodle fight of the week. Mike ends up pulling a victory with only 113 points, the second lowest score. Or no, yeah, it was the second lowest. Uh, no, uh, Christian, Christian put up 111. 111. Yeah, the third lowest score of the week, beating Johnny. Uh, 113 to 81.96. Johnny starting off in the basement. Yeah. Again, he was last in the basement last year. He was. After week one. For a little bit. He he, he showed, he put up shots, put a bed there. He's like, yeah, I don't like it. And then he just kind of shot yep. shot out of there. So Only team under um, 100 points, down 30 points to Christian, who's next highest. Yes, yes. And again, next we're going to we're gonna reiterate, uh, as of course at the top of the podcast, we went over the injuries to Johnny's team. So it's not like he made a big fantasy misplay or he picked the wrong guys. It was just really unfortunate, totally out of his control. Not really a lot he can do. Uh, the one thing I will say about Johnny's team that he could have probably played around with is and is as disappointing as Thursday night games go, is the Cam Akers play. Cam yeah. Akers getting a zero with only three touches and a backwards pass. Not really what you want to see from a guy that you took off in the, uh, what was it, the fourth round? 
fourth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but outside of that, again, injuries. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, both his uh, top receivers gone. You have Najee Harris gets questionable, um, goes out of the overtime. He's gone. You have Elijah Mitchell, your keeper, the guy that you wanted to back up, maybe play third third string in your flex. He's out for at least four weeks. Uh, the bright sides, though, he had uh, Herbert. He played a really good game, 23.26 points. And then he had um, Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis, who proved he can do it in the playoff games last year with the four-touchdown game. He proved he's still a good look for uh, fantasy owners and for Johnny's team. Put up 16.8 points. So those are the only guys on his on his active roster that uh, scored over, tw- over 10. Yeah. Um, he did leave Jarvis Landry on the bench, who had 15 points, and uh, Cordell Patterson, who ended up getting 21 points. Yeah, which is a little bit of a head-scratcher because you knew that they were going to have a new quarterback going into Atlanta, and yep. they, they were kind of going to run the ball a lot. Maybe he had a little more faith in uh, Akers or uh, Elijah Mitchell going into that, even though Mitchell's kind of in like a, a committee backfield going into that. But... I mean, it's hard to justify leaving Patterson on the bench there, but I, it wouldn't really have made the difference with all the injuries on yep. his team, unfortunately. And even though Mike's team only scored 113 um, this week, he did have uh, some positive uh, scores for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had C- McCaffrey, who had a bad game for McCaffrey standards, getting 13.7, still over 10. Still over 10 without uh, a touchdown. Cooper Cup, 25 points, taking uh, picking up where he left off last year. Uh, Scary Terry, 12. Antonio Gibson getting 16 points, Jerry Judy getting 18 points, yeah. and he even left Kareem Hunt uh, with 21 and James Robinson with 19 on his bench. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the receiving touchdown and the rushing touchdown from Kareem Hunt's not going to happen like that every week, so I understand leaving him on his bench. And uh, the James Robinson, again, I didn't think that he was going to be – I don't think anybody really thought he was going to be that active point-wise in the game. Uh, but the other disappointing part is that even though Cooper Cup put up 25.3, his quarterback, who should have been the stack combo with that, yep. Matt Stafford, threw three interceptions, only had one touchdown on his belt with 7.8. So that's a little disappointing to see out of your, uh, your Rams thrower there especially because Aaron Rodgers did even worse. So yeah. it's not like you have a better option on the bench. So yeah, hopefully Aaron Rodgers sh- should have a bounce back week this week. We'll see what Mike actually does with this, but mm. it's not good when you when you dra- end up drafting two quarterbacks and both of them score under 10 points. Yeah, not the best. I mean, especially because they weren't hurt or anything. It's, nope, it's they just played bad. They just I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, especially and it's it's like I said, again, it's really tough to see when you have Cooper Cup who put up those 25 points yep. and you're like, "Hey, what my quarterback did that." And like, "No, no, no he didn't." He <laughs> threw, uh, threw everything away. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, again, it was it was low matchup of the week uh, uh, I, I do like the prospect out of Johnny's team with all his waiver pickups that I saw and stuff like that to a degree Mike's team you gotta be a little worried about only putting up 111 when your team was kind of full firing on all cylinders so a little bit to watch out for but again it was a little bit uh, you know Stafford's not gonna play like that every week let's yeah. put it that way the lucky thing for Mike is he does have it looks like he does have some good depth on his bench that he can yes. play around with it he just has to make sure he makes the right moves each week right and then the other thing is that he has not only the Cooper uh, Matt Stafford stack but if he puts Rodgers in, he's got that Lazard sack when he finally comes back too. That's true. So where he's going to hope to to see a little. He's going to be a bell curve going up. Yeah, like, that was a big injury for Mike. That Lazard goes out. I think last Thursday or last Friday. Yeah. So he did made do with what he had, and he, he ended up pulling out the win. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So again, it was a good showing from everybody. Really uh, disappointing matchup for Johnny, but I think outside of that, everybody really showed kind of where they were headed this season. And we'll see if the waivers or the uh, 
the gods of the knees are going to get any better from there. Yep. <laughs> All right, Brian. So why don't you hit it, hit us up with that uh, big brain play of the week? Sure. Yeah. So for the first big play, big brain play of the week, I'm going to put Gooby trusting Drake London over Juju. Now, this to be fair, on the off the top, uh, there's not a lot of things we could say about big brain plays and bonehead moves. We've all played pretty well here. Uh, so this is a very nitpicky thing. But Drake London, I personally wouldn't trust Drake London over Juju. They're both wide receiver ones on their respective team, but I I would definitely trust uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes over uh, who is it, Marcus Mariota over there? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So so if you're gonna be like, hey, throw the ball too, I'm gonna say, hey, Juju's getting the ball better than uh, Drake London, but that didn't end up being the case by well, a point. Juju would have had the better score, but he did end up f- losing a fumble. Yes. Uh, which which hurt him in the end. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, he didn't. He did. He beat you by seven, so it's not like that switch yeah. would have been, uh, you know, an upset. But still, seeing that happen would have really, you know, it, I just find it weird in in without the hindsight to see Drake London over Juju when there's not a lot of uh, room on your team besides that. Yep. So the next thing I want to talk about is Chris. Chris, big brain play. I'm going to say even though this didn't work out for him. It's going to be starting the Bills' defense over the Colts' defense. Sitting? Or sitting the, the Bills' defense with the Colts' defense. Sitting the Bills', Bills defense was going against the Rams, the yep. Super Bowl champs of last year. Cooper Cup did get a lot of points. There were a lot of touchdowns being thrown in that game. The problem was <laughs> that Matt Stafford also threw a lot of interceptions, so that inflated the Bills' defense a lot. And if you're sitting at both defenses, you're like, hmm, who should I play my defense against, the Rams or the Texans? Texans. I'm going to pick the Texans. I'm going to pick the Colts against the Texans every time. So even though this didn't work out by, I think, 10 points or so, yep. I think this was still a better play in without the hindsight. I think it was definitely the right move, even though it didn't end up turning into uh, more points for your team, but he still got the victory anyway. And who would have thought the Texans were going to tie the Colts week one? Uh, not me. Uh, believe me, not me. <laughs> uh, and then the last big brain play I'm going to do is sitting Robert Woods. Uh, Robert Woods, again, he's on the Rams. He's on the high-powered team, Super Bowl team. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Robert Woods is on the Tennessee right now, and he, I think he's the wide receiver one over there, right? Yes. Wide so, one. so he sat a wide receiver one on a team that is run first, but yep. they have been known to throw the ball, like you know, and he's probably going to be the first look. Yep, they got rid of all those targets with um, AJ Brown. Yeah. So now there's plenty of targets open. You have um, Robert Woods, a couple no neighbors, Traylon Burks, who's a rookie. Yeah. So, so you're you're assuming on paper that sounds like great matchup for points. Didn't turn out that way. Robert Woods did not put up a lot of points, and it actually, you know, got down closer to the victory. Again, not securing it because we all made some really good plays this week, and so you know. And actually, this week it just seemed like the right move was always it was already in your lineup. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like nobody nobody really got cutesy except for uh, me a little bit with Chris Olave over yep. uh, Bateman, and that even kind of translated to a three point difference. Yeah. So it's not like anybody made some real big head smackers. This yeah, week. there was no like surprising sits. Yeah, it's just how the draft worked out pretty much. Yeah, usually first week, usually first week people don't get cute. People get their drafted guys in first, and then their yeah. flyers and the there's bench. no risky plays. Yeah, yeah, no big risky plays. But there were some bonehead moves, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, so the bonehead moves going into this week, we're going to do uh, me uh, first, going against my gut. As as you may or may not remember, I drafted Pittsburgh defense, yep. even though they weren't even close to top 10 on anybody's depth chart. And I'm like, you know, this feels like a good thing. I feel like I'm going to do it. And then the more I sat and thought about it, I'm like, they're going against 
Cincinnati, and Cincinnati was, throws touchdowns. Yep, they get they, points. They were <laughs> the Super Bowl losers last year. Yeah, the the conference final. They were in the finals. They yep. they and it was it was. You didn't want to play against your boy Jamar Chase. I, yeah, that's bad points against my team. Bad juju against my guy. And I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'll drop him. I'll play the uh, Ravens into the Jets. Yep. That ended up being a positive score of like seven. But as we all know. Pittsburgh got like 35 yep. points this week. So Minka <laughs> Fitzpatrick gets a uh, pick six. I TJ think they had another. Yeah, yeah, TJ Watt got an insane uh, amount of point uh, sacks and like pressure on uh, it, Joe Burrow turned over the ball five times that game. Five times. That's ten points right Ooh. there just for turning over the ball without the touchdown they, they that they got. At least one or two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, too. one or two touchdowns too. So I mean, it, it was just it was it was a classic case of tinkering too much with your team, not going with your gut. I shouldn't have dropped them and even though i won the match it would have had the highest score of the week by far if i kept pittsburgh yep uh the next person we're going to give the uh bonehead move to is again trusting alan robinson for lolly uh about this already yeah did it's just it's just it's a hard call nonetheless but trusting alan robinson on a new team when he's a journeyman guy i know he's been through training camp but again he's going to be like the he's going to be the aj green for the arizona in the rams so I don't think it's he, that bad, but it's not we'll that see. it's not that bad. But he's going to be the veteran. That's the third guy that's going to be over there getting the ball every once in a while. Not the second, not the second guy getting the Robert Woods status. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, I mean, the good thing is McVeigh came out and said that they want to get him more involved. I wouldn't trust him this week, but I would definitely see how he does this week, and then maybe. Throw him in week. Three oh no, 100%. Yeah, when when John Lolly got uh Allen Robinson, I was like, I hey, was mad. I wanted him. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was okay with that too. It's just I wouldn't have started him week 1. That's yeah. that's my thing. And again, that's a very nitpicky thing for me, but that's just how I'm seeing things. And then the last bonehead move is going to be Johnny. It's not going to go to any of his injuries. That's not his fault. The one thing that is his fault though is not Scott starting Cordell Patterson or Scordell, as you would call him from last year, with yep. a name like that, you think you'd put him in your lineup, even if you do have Cam Akers or T Higgins or like some somebody on your flex that you can move around. I feel like I with the quarterback situation and the wide receiver situation and the offensive line situation, you'd think that the uh, the run game would be the focal point of that team, even though they will throw the ball a little bit. You think that they're going to run the ball, and and Cordell has been known to receive, so he's a receiving yeah. back too. I mean, he was a wide receiver forever. Yeah, but uh, uh, Cordell is interesting because he dropped a lot on the draft uh, boards. He did, but I feel like he is one of those guys that you expect a lot of production out of early. Yes, and he might get phased out at the end of the season. So. When you when you have a guy like that, you want to play them in these early weeks because you're not going to get them in the later weeks. So you get the points now, and then if they do get phased out later, you kind of play the waiver, or whatever, do whatever yep. you want. But well, yeah, this 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 I think the first four games is a solid start for Cordell, yeah. especially now Johnny with his team, he's going to probably have to and then see where they go from there. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get into the ranking reviews. This is going to be a nice, easy one. All the one and O teams. Uh, so one through five, we have Kevin, Brian, Gooby, Chris, and Mike. Following up our six through ten teams, all zero and one. Lolly, me, Dom, Christian, Johnny. Yeah, nothing too crazy to talk about. First week, everybody's going to go five and five. So, <laughs> All right, so let's go on to week number two. Make this one nice and quick. We have our waiver wire wrap-up. Uh, we had 11 moves this year for week one. This week, yeah. Ten bids or 12 bids, $123 spent, mostly Coming out of the pocket of Johnny Rojas. And who did Johnny spend some money this week? Let me tell you. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is Jeff Wilson going for $40 to Johnny, outbidding Christian by 10 the only other bid. Yep. How do you feel about that? I thought about bidding for Wilson. I don't know if I would have bid this high. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Johnny doesn't have many 
options considering how his team is decimated by injuries. That's fair, but forty dollars and John and Johnny knows Johnny knows San Francisco's backfield and he knows how uh the coach there yeah. uh likes Shanahan likes to play shenanigans. So I don't know if I would spend forty, but then again if Johnny didn't get Jeff Wilson, it would have been bad for him. Yeah. So I, I understand the urgency and the money drop. So the, the, that was the only contested bid yes. of the whole week. Up number two, Johnny picks up Curtis Samuel for $40. This one I'm a little bit more accepting of. I really wanted to to bid on Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I just couldn't find somebody to drop for him. Right, yeah, and and I don't think, again, it's I think it's the same as Jeff Wilson. I don't yeah. think Curtis Samuel was worth the 40, but with Johnny's injuries, he needed to drop the 40. Yeah. So it's it looks like a bad play because nobody bid against him. He could have got him for a dollar or nothing, but if anybody put, like, if I put, like, 15 on there, Johnny would have been, he would have been absolutely screwed. Yeah. So I, I think I had, I think I was looking around that 15 to $20 for Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I think he has a bad rap because uh, last year he got hurt it didn't play at much yeah but i think they're actually going to utilize him a lot this year i think it's a, it, i think it's going to be an underrated pickup mm-hmm. sucks that he had he spent that much money for him. yeah but Especially i mean when he's going to go in the rest of the season now he's already under 100 bucks yeah which is i mean it's it hurts but again if you're going to spend your money when five guys on your team get hurt yeah. this is the time to spend your money you can't sit on your money when yeah. five guys on your team get at hurt. at least he's being proactive yes 100 uh, percent. next up he picks up t- johnny once again top three waiver riders go to him he picks up Taysom hill for 20 dollars this one, I feel like $20 is way more acceptable, but I feel like he's a little bit chasing points with this one. Yeah. Because you, Taysom, don't get me wrong, Taysom Hill is like that scat cat uh, quarterback that's on uh, New Orleans, and he wants to get, like, you know, he, he had, Tanya didn't do too well. Yeah. But, I, I mean. He's so random, you don't you don't know what you're going to get with him. We'll see if he plays him. It's going to be a big boomer bust guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, he's one of those guys where you play him, he's going to do bad. The next week you're not going to play him because he did bad, then he's going to do great. He's going to be one of those random guys you just can't predict him. Then again, devil's advocate, Jameis Winston went down with a chest injury during the game. Johnny might have thought, hey, maybe there's going to be some development on there's that. Taysom Hill is the, guy, the quarterback. I'm going to get a free quarterback in the tight end slot because Taysom is now straight a tight end yep. in this league. So it might be a good pickup. We'll have to see how week two brings it. Yep. Um, next Next pickup, we're going to do Isaiah Pachinko for Joe for yep. $8. $8, guy I drafted, dropped, and picked him back up. Um, <laughs> he ends up scoring a touchdown last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, ends up getting 12 points. I think this is a good flyer. Uh, pretty cheap. I, I have a whole bunch of flyer running backs on my yeah. um, bench. And if CH goes down, he could be the guy. Yeah, and as long as you have the room on your bench and you and you don't have, like, you know, you're not dropping somebody really important. Mark Ingram. Yeah, yeah. So I might want to grab Alvin Kamara, but so yeah, I mean, I mean, if if this is gonna gonna be a dart throw replacing a dart throw, that's that's perfectly fine in my opinion. Eight dollars, you know, make sure you get them. That's fine. Uh, I then put seven dollars for the Pittsburgh defense. Again, even though T.J. Watt's getting hurt, that defense looked amazing. Yeah, he's out for the season. So even though he is out for the season, slash, you know, whatever. Uh, that's going to be something that I, I they they still looked amazing even though he's going to be down. Make a Fitzpatrick all the all the D line the they looked active they looked healthy they looked uh, they looked proactive in getting the ball. You're not going to see that with many other defenses, and I'm pissed I had to pay seven dollars to pick up a defense that I drafted. But. And they're playing the New England Patriots this week that I don't think did very well last week. Mac Jones is, is hurt is hurt. Yeah, so this could be a sneaky play for you this week. Uh, going forward, I think unless it's a really bad matchup or they start looking bad, uh, Pittsburgh defense is going to be a set and forget yep. it defense for me. So that's then, why the seven dollars. Then next up, we have DeAndre Carter, five dollars for Johnny. Another chasing points. 
situation here. Yeah, um, but uh, th- then again, I mean, you know, it, it's still kind of a flyer move to a degree. He's at least the wide receiver three. Um, may, wide receiver four, only bumping up because Keenan Allen got hurt. Who Johnny has. Who so. Johnny has. Yeah, he he got 13 points last week, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like it's one of those situations where, hey, Keenan Allen's not playing this week. I could throw in this guy, and if Keenan Allen gets gets better, I just drop this guy. This like is, this this guy would be a zero dollar bid for me. Yeah, no, the five dollars is a little strong, but then again, Johnny, from uh, correct $1. me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Johnny doesn't really play the waiver wire too much. No. So I mean, maybe it's just a little bit of an oversight on him. Maybe he's just you know, maybe he's like, oh, I'm already spending a hundred bucks. Might as well throw another five. What's the difference? This guy. It- at most, I would have spent two dollars. Yeah, two dollars at most, just to beat if anybody threw in a dollar. Yeah, hundred percent. That's and why I, I did. Been, yeah, I would have been happy and just picked up whoever else is on the waiver wire. hundred percent. You could still pick up somebody else. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. And then after that, Joe, you got uh, Cade York, the kicker that we talked about. You yeah. dropping uh, for two dollars. Um, again, like you just said, two dollar bid in case anybody bid a dollar. You exactly. want the you want the one dollar. You got your guy two dollars. And if somebody bid three, you would have been like, well, proud. Hats off to you, sir. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with Will Lutz here, but no, I'm gonna rock the York train. Yeah, he's got the strong leg, hitting 70, uh, 70 yard field goals in practice. So, fuck it, let's fly with the with the rookie. I think he had like seventeen points last week. Yeah. Let's go. And then uh, after that, we have Dom picking up Rashad White, $1 bid. I think that's another dart throw flyer kind of deal. Yeah, I actually forgot one on here. Okay. There's another bid. So 12 moves for 125 Brian, you picked up Garrett Everett. Oh, yes. I forgot about $2. that. $2. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I didn't like the way Irv Smith looked in that Minnesota game, especially especially with all those air out points that they got to Justin Jefferson. I know yeah. he was hot, but Garrett Everett, I don't think, had a look. He had very minimal looks. I did like the way Garrett Everett played, especially with Dak going down and Dalton Schultz being my only other t- yep. tight end. I wanted a secure guy, not a dart throw. So going back, uh, Don picks up Rashad White for $1, dropping Sammy Watkins. We knew Sammy Watkins was a one-week guy. Week one's so, done, he's done. Like this one, uh, <laughs> yeah. Rashad White is the backup to Don. Leonard Fournette. Um, I think Fred, Leonard Fournette. He popped up on the injury. Injury, yeah. so good move on Dom. Yep, yep. Um, then we have Christian picking up the Browns defense going against the New York Jets this week uh, for zero dollars. I mean, they beat the Titans. They beat the Titans. Um, only scored eight points. Whatever you want to go get the Jets, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, decent pickup. Yeah, yeah. And then last but not least, I picked up Tyron Davis Price for zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Drop at Mostert. Um, he has the potential to win out that that um, RB two spot yep. in San Francisco. San Francisco is always a shit show, but if you get a guy that can get you at least eight points, it's not a bad pickup. Yeah. So, and you know what? He's easy cut bait for later on. Exactly. If he doesn't do anything, you're like bye bye. So yeah, no, that was that's all the wave wires going into it. Uh, week two preview. Let's give our thoughts on the teams real Hold quick, on, Joe. I just want to see who's okay. I, th- I was hoping Wally was versing Johnny because Wally had a uh, Robbie Anderson pickup. Um, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was after, the free agency, free agency pickup. Yeah, yep. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, other big moves, uh, Brian. You picked up Kirk Cousins and dropping Dak. Yeah, I'm not waiting for Dak to get healthy, and I have Trey Lance, who I think I'm playing this week. But Kirk Cousins throwing to Justin Jefferson is probably going to be a good move if I don't like the way Trey Lance looks. Yeah, and that sucks that you have to drop Dak because they refused to put him on the IR. Yeah, that that does suck. But again, uh, Dak did have the same bye week as Trey Lance, so it's not like he was going to be a long term fix anyway. But yeah, I mean, them not putting him on the IR really sucks because that's just a dead bench spot then, and I'm not dealing with that all season. Yep. So, all right, <laughs> let's move on to these games. Week two. Uh, first matchup, we have me versus Lolly. Uh, the two teams that two high scoring teams that lost this week. 
Yeah, um, I think this matchup looks pretty nice for both of you because I like your players' scoring potential more, especially with the Mahomes uh, uh, Kelsey stack. Yep. But I think Lolly has a very clear inside track on their game difficulty because I've seen a lot of green on Lolly's side, not yeah. a lot on your side. A lot of green on Lolly's side. But it's also week one, so the, the uh, I don't know if the defense's rankings are very very accurate right now. No, but I would play against New so, Orleans, Carolina, Houston, and Baltimore. The the, the fun thing <laughs> is is going to be looking at this Aaron Jones versus A.J. Dillon matchup here because uh, I have Aaron Jones. Lolly has A.J. Dillon. Um, A.J. Dillon outscored Aaron Jones by eight points last week. Yeah. But Aaron Jones came back and said, I believe yesterday, that their biggest jump – comes between week one and week two of the NFL season. I mean, that to be fair, to be fair to the entire NFL, running backs did not do great across the board for week one. So, so that's probably going to change week two. It's probably so going to even out. Here's my fun fact of the week. Fun fact. Aaron Jones, the past three years, mm -hmm. 2019 to 2021, here's his week one and week two stats. Okay. In .5 PPR, our settings. Yeah. 2019, week one, 4.4 points. Week two, 23.0 points. Not bad. 2020, 15.6 points. Pretty good. Week two, 43.6 points. Yep. Okay. Uh, two, 21, 3.2 points. Mm -hmm. Week two, 38.5 points. Okay, so you expect them to do pretty well. Um, the one thing I will say about the game, though, it looks like it's going to be forecasted to rain. I'm okay with that. So the the rain does make everything a lot slipperier, a lot more fumbles happen, depending yep. on especially how hard it rains, but... I think it will be a very interesting matchup of the Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Yep, and then even looking at last week, they're playing the Bears this week. Mm. Um, last year, both games, Aaron Jones scored 20 and 19 points, and then A.J. Dillon scored 5.5 and 7.1 points. And the second game was actually during the time where A.J. Dillon was picking up speed. Mm. Um, I think he had a higher snap share than Aaron Jones that week, and Aaron Jones still ended up scoring. So I'm hoping for uh, Aaron Jones to outscore him this week. All right. Well, um, yeah. I mean, that um, you have Zeke who will probably be a little more featured uh, because of the DAC injury. Yeah. I see that. Um, Elijah Moore, Michael Thomas, you're going to hope you're going to get a repeat of Michael hold. Thomas. My biggest question right now is if I play Adam Thielen. Um, kind of leaning towards Julio. It's going to have to see how Julio is doing with this knee injury. Hmm. If he's hurt, easy slot in. Maybe I throw him Brees Hall in that slot. Or I'm going to have to waver on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Lolly did make some moves. Uh, he benched Travis Etienne, mm -hmm. uh, threw in Jalen Waddle. I like that a lot. Um, Waddle looked really nice. Yep. Benched Allen Robinson, threw in AJ Dillon, who we just talked about. Yep. I like that. So this is actually going to be an interesting game. It is. I think it's going to be a very close game. You guys projected 123.52 to 123.76 in favor of wow. Lolly. Some really close projections on the on the, the slide there. I think we are going to outscore that. I think you're both going to outscore that. And I, uh, think yep. it's, but I think I it's think still going to be close. Yeah, I think you're both going to outscore that and be within five points for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think I'm going to give this slight edge to Lolly, but as much as I – don't want to agree with you. <laughs> I can't say anything about I th that. I think I'm going to agree with the projections here and give like the point edge to Lolly, but I think this could be anybody's game depending on injuries and uh, snap count and things like that. Yep. I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup and one to watch very closely for sure. Next up, we have your game. It's you versus Chris. Um, yep. Both teams winning last week, so that's going to be a uh, – someone's losing this week. Yeah. 
Um, Disappointing for somebody. Hopefully same not. Same thing as the last one. Uh, the games within one and uh, within two points. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at it, I'm, I like your matchups better. Yes, but I don't like how Swift hasn't practiced all week, and yeah. he's questionable, and Pittman's also questionable too. But so. we also have injuries popping up for um, Chris, for Mike Evans. Yep, for Mike Evans. Um, so we'll see how this goes. I don't think Mike Evans' injury is too too serious. Calf did not practice today. I think the scariest thing that's going to happen in this matchup is tonight because Keenan Allen's confirmed not playing. That means yep. Mike Williams has to take take over one banana there, and he's proven, as I know, last year that he, he could put up thirty it. point games. He put up thirty point games last year, and I hope he doesn't do it against me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and hope. Uh, he Chris also starting Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon. I think that's a good running back core. Uh, and then I'm Diggs. still sketchy on Miles Sanders. So but, so but am I, but if, he did look good last week. Yeah, he looked good, and it's it, the thing with Miles Sanders. And I know I'll tell you the in depth situation that because I had him last year. He's a good runner, and as long as he doesn't. As long as the coaches keep him in, he can score points. Yeah. If they kept him in as much as they kept in, like, Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey, I feel like he could get, a, like, a decent floor. The problem is they just rotate backs over there. So it's going to be a very, like, shot in the dark, who's going to get the touchdown kind of deal. Yep. And I'm just going to hope it's not against me. So yep. I think, let's see, you have Chase against Dallas. Dallas went up against Tampa Bay last week. Mm. Chase could still have a good game. I mean, Chase, I is, Chase, Chase has got those big yeah. ball flyers. So, um, I think I think Marquise Brown's going to have another big game. Yeah, uh, Bateman might have a might have an off game. Uh, Miami does have solid corners. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Um, I'm going to say you're going to come down a little bit from last week. Yeah. Um, I think I think maybe sitting around these projections. Yeah, I mean the, the the two things I'm looking out for for the for the sat, sat, uh, Sunday games is if Swift doesn't play, I'm putting in uh, Jamal Williams, and I might switch out Bateman as my flex spot for another guy on my bench, depending on who's looking good and what I like on the matchup side. So I might switch that around, and it might play with the projections a little bit. But I think this again will be a very close game. I'll give you the slight edge. Yeah, slight edge. <laughs> Even though you went against me, I hey hey. I, I I think that your game's gonna be very close. I think this game's gonna be very yeah, close. Chris Chris is never a team that you want to sleep on. You gotta keep your eyes open when you're facing Chris. Moving to our next game, we have we'll go to Mike and Christian. All right. Um Mike right now has the, the projection lead. I think that's gonna stay. Um I like Mike's matchups better. I like his players better when you look at going across the board. Mm-hmm. Um I think Mike's gonna have a better game from everybody here. Um I think they're gonna go under projection again. Okay. Um, Both of them? Yeah, I'm going to say Mike's low 20, 120s, Christian's like potentially under 110. Okay. But I, I think every, they'll be both be over 100. I think that Mike's team has a way better floor, but I think Christian's team has a potential to outscore Mike's by 20 points, possibly. Possibly. I think the biggest thing will come off if Christian does it, it's going to have to come off the back of Tyreek Hill. He had a good, he had a good, um, First game with Tua last week, getting 14 points all on yards. Um, yeah. I mean, I like Tyreek Hill. I think that's a breezy matchup against Baltimore. And I think yeah. that the Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, Amra St. Brown combo, I think that's going to probably put up a bulk of like at least 60 of his points right there. So, yeah. And then Kyler will have his standard like 20 points. Yeah, of course. Um, he can run in a couple touchdowns for that. Yeah. I, I, I don't like Hunter Renfro. That's my biggest thing. I don't know where, I don't know who you switch in and out. I think you go Tyler Boyd. Hoping for uh, T. Higgins to be out, 
that's the move you make. Yeah, I think see. I think I like that move a lot because you can't sleep against Mike's Christian McCaffrey Cooper Cup combo. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, granted, Mike has other. He's got Gibson, who's got a sweet matchup. He's got Judy, who's got a good matchup. Matt Stafford's probably going to put up a better game than he did last week. I don't yeah. like anybody on Mike's bench really, unless Alan Lazard gets better for this week. Claypool maybe. If he's if he's uh, free to play, but again the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh was not Alan that good. La- Alan Lazard di- has had two limited practices this week, so there's a chance he does play this weekend. Yeah, the, um, the only thing I, d- I think I actually played James Robinson. Somewhere. You want James Robinson over? I, well, I see. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'd put James Robinson in. Jacobs? But I do like James Robinson. Jacobs. Mm. Against Arizona? Uh, yeah, maybe. Arizona's I, I defense that, is pretty I, good. I think that's my move. Is well, Yeah, I think you keep Gibson. He had a good week. I think J- Jacobs, I've, I have not liked him this year. Um, I think that I think that might be the move. I think the uh, just unsuspecting part of Mike team is that he's going to have to deal with Kyle Pitts right yeah. now, and I don't think this is going to be a good matchup against the Rams for Kyle Pitts. But it's not like he's going to put in Cole Komet unproven anyway, so we'll just see how that shakes out. I'm going to give the slight edge. You know what? I'm going to give the um, underdog edge to Christian here, and okay. I think it's going to be by 10 points. I think there's going to be a. I think this game's going to be more wild swing, less close. All right. Next up, we have Kevin versus Gooby, the battle of our house basement, but not the actual league basement. Yes, yes. Um, this is this is another close matchup. Uh, Kevin has a projection lead, but when you look at it, their teams match up pretty freaking well. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of green on both sides of the yeah. uh, board here. I do like the uh, wide receiver situation on both of them. Um, John, Gooby's running back situation, obviously, for his starting running backs are really nasty, but Kevin's not that far behind with Dalvin Cook and Clyde Edwards, especially with the proof that Clyde Edwards can do what he did last week. Yep. So I think this is going to come down to flexes, and when it comes down to flexes, I really like James Conner, and I'm not a fan of Drake London yep. on Gooby's team, and I don't really like Cooper, and I'm definitely not a fan of Metcalf. So I think it's going to be a switch-up of... A couple things. I think I think Kevin might make a switch up here. Yeah, I think you could go either Rashad Penny for Cooper. That's what or I was thinking. Potentially Mayo. No, not Mayo, man. <laughs> Mayo. Keep the Mayo off the field, bro. No. That's on sandwiches yeah, only. Yeah, I think you could go Rashad Penny. Um, for Gooby, I, don't, I think he's kind of fucked. Yeah, I think he um, is because of those two questionables with Chris got Godwin. the two questionables from Tampa Bay, Chris Godwin and Russell Gage. Which is not going to be White. He's just a nobody. You know, Derek yeah. Carr. You, you can't fit him anywhere because we only have one quarterback. In so, league. so you're really looking at: Are you going to switch out? I wouldn't Drake be, London for Ramondre, or I wouldn't be too Dawson upset. Knox? I wouldn't be too upset if you put in Ramondre over DK because San Francisco's got some pretty good corners and defense there. Yeah. Um, and Ramondre's going to be probably a little more heavily leaned on, especially with Mac Jones not being in. So I can see that happening and maybe helping him, but I think either way, I think Kevin's got this one. Yeah, I'm gonna give uh, give Kevin the nod here. He's gonna he's gonna keep his team rolling. I think it's I think they're both gonna go over projection, but I think Kevin's gonna roll it over by ten points or so. Okay, that's that's just me. That's that's my 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 prediction that has no guarantees behind it. And then finally, our matchup of the week, we have the Bachelor versus the Best Man. Whew. Dom versus Johnny. Unfortunately, the best man to have some uh, struggles with his team, as we've covered extensively already. Yep. But saying that, I do like the way Johnny's team is shaping up to what from what happened. Yeah. I do, too, but, oh, man, this projection is 
freaking brutal. This projection is over 20 points for Dom yeah. to win it. But I don't I, know I, how Johnny pulls this off unless there's a miracle. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's this projection with T Higgins still in there with twelve and a half points, and, he's and he doesn't he doesn't really have anybody that could fill that spot. I mean, he could have just swapped Jarvis Landry into the top slot, but I don't like that at all. I think you put Curtis Samuel where T Higgins is, and then you put Jeff Wilson in. So that, that's my move there, Jeff Wilson. Okay, because you know Jeff Wilson's the starter back there. Yeah, the, it's that's tough. Or or even Singletary. Singletary surprised me last week, especially with the fumble by James Cook. He only got seven points, he, but mm, yeah, but he was still kind of like the, the. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, what's his face over there did way better, but Singletary was still the number two guy over there, and he was still getting like looks for red zone looks. I yeah. think I think that's a solid shot in the dark at least. You're gonna have to do something with a high ceiling, low floor play to beat Dom this week. Let's yeah, put that on. no, this is Johnny's gonna have to learn how to play risky this week. I mean, I guess that's what he's doing with the tight the Taysom Hill. Yeah. Um, um, Johnny's good team is going to be that team that every every owner is looking at as I need like that's my win right there. Mm. Um, so I'm going to give this handily to Dom. Um, Johnny's going he's going to have to go to church this Sunday. You know what? As much as the projections look like Dom's going to blow him out, I think this game's going to be within five points. Okay, you I think, think this Dom game underperform again. No, I think Johnny's going to step it up. I think he's going to have some pretty high floor play, pretty high ceiling. Caps. I think I think we're going to see a lot of the high end of Johnny's team as opposed to the low end. But I think Dom's still going to walk away with it for about f- five points or so. I'm going to go against you. I think Johnny's not breaking a hundred again. Ooh, ooh. All right, all right. Well, I mean, talking about I'm. Um, I mean, we're talking all about Johnny's team. What about Dom's team? Alvin Kamara is questionable, hurt against going against Tampa Bay, even if he does play. Yep. Uh, uh, AJ Brown's going against Minnesota in the rain, potentially small rain chance there, and so that's not the best matchup. It's Monday night too. Uh, I don't really like Debo going against Seattle. You got, I mean, Debo's just one of those guys. He, I mean, you part. can't you can't start him, but I don't like it. I think he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get carried by those two wide receivers. He'll get carried by Debo and AJ Brown. I think he's once again just like Johnny. They're both gonna underperform. This you know, it's super hot take. Debo and AJ Brown don't get over seven points this week. Ooh. Super hot take. Super hot take. Didn't you just say you thought both teams were going to under over a Yeah, but you know what? Looking at that matchup, I don't like either of them a lot. I think, but I, you can't sit them. They're, they're by no, no means sit them. That doesn't mean sit them, but I don't think they're going to get over seven I points. I think this is going to be underperformance by both teams. Uh, well, if if that happens, if the, if Dom underperforms, it's going to be because of Debo Samuel and AJ Brown. Sure, right. that's that's my opinion. But that that's just me. What do I know? I'm just a, a single player running a church, trying to get people to bless knees and have fun. All right. But that 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 that's that's all I'm saying, Joe. Joe, you got your opinion. I got mine. Yep. But and the only thing we hope, the only thing we hope coming from this week, is a that a lot of alcohol in uh, all of our systems. Well, that's that's us personally. But the only thing I hope for all of fantasy is that everybody just bless those knees. Just bless take take a second to give them a good rub, quick rub. Drink the alcohol. Drink the alcohol. The bless the knees. Drink the Do wine. It right. Bless the knees. We're gonna make a lot of bets, a lot of fantasy football bets based on our teams. Who this can we weekend. get the slap bet? We're, there's not going to be a slap bet. I don't. I don't think if you can get a slap I'm bet, put it out there right now. I'll slap at you that you can't bet. get a slap bet. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no, no, not really. But doesn't mean getting a slap bet. <laughs> no, outside of me, obviously. That's 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 the, that's the quickest loss I think I've ever seen. If that's the case, <laughs> the reverse reverse. <laughs> no, no, but 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 all in all, I think there's going to be a fantastic week of football. We're going to see how it plays out. Everybody's got to just watch their injuries, and I mean, it's nothing we can do about it. But you know, I, I think that. This is going to be a great week. Great week for football, fantasy. Great weekend all around. Great week, great weekend all around. Unless we'll see everybody in the morning. Yeah, everybody tomorrow. Sharp. Bless the knees. Bless them.